Given that I'm a geologist and Anne's a kind of a biologist that studies the visible world of nature, I thought to visit farmers who have already restored fertility to their land and ask, how did you do it? What did you do? What were your methods? How long did it take? Did you make money or lose money doing it? All those kind of things that are important to ask about. So I visited farmers, subsistence farmers in Africa and Costa Rica, um, large-scale uh, commodity crop operations across North America, cattle ranches in, in Canada and North, and North America, or Canada and the United States, um, and basically tried to look for commonalities and patterns. What worked? Why did it work? Um, and did some of the ideas that we looked at in previous projects and books play out in practice? And it really seemed to boil down to the principles of conservation agriculture, the ideas of minimizing disturbance of the soil, of planting cover crops, uh, including legumes, in diverse rotations. So those sort of three elements of you know, um, ditching the plow, covering up, and growing diversity were really the common elements between these farmers that had been very successful at restoring fertility to their land. And that's the, you know, the nutshell version of the story in Growing a Revolution, was those farmers' stories, how those general principles really seem to work in a, lot of, in a wide range of settings, you know, with or without livestock, there's ways to do it. Uh, small farms, large farms, organic farms, conventional farms, you know, highly capitalized farms with, with, with wild modern technology, and very basic subsistence farms with very minimal technology. Um, those principles seem to work really well. But the practices that you would use, say, in North or South Dakota relative to Ghana are obviously really different to achieve those objectives. So I think one of the big challenges and one of the messages that comes out of the book is that we, I think, have a pretty solid understanding now of directions we can go in to rebuild fertility of soils, but we need to figure out how to adapt those general principles to the specific settings and farms and technologies and economies and social systems around the world um, and that it really kind of boils down to that we've done two things really wrong, I think, in agriculture for the last hundred years. And that's we've tried to make soils around the world respond to the same practices that we export everywhere. We've sort of reduced the diversity of our farming practices and tried to, um, and therefore underappreciated the diversity of soils. And we've also underappreciated the ingenuity and creativity of farmers. Um, by trying to simplify and, and standardize farming practices. And we need to sort of undo both of those things in the service of those three general principles of conservation and agriculture. And if we could do that around the world and convert conventional practices to things that are much more organic-ish because they can greatly reduce uh, the use of fossil fuels, uh, diesel, um, reduce fertilizer use, and reduce herbicide and insecticide use, um, if we could pull that off and can transform conventional practices to the, these newer regenerative practices, they actually really could change the world. Mm -hmm.